You're listening to The Above the Mug Show, a podcast that highlights people whose passions drive their life. My name is Lucas Spinoza, and I own a coffee shop. Every day I meet dozens of interesting people, and today I sit down with one of them to inspire you to live your life passion forward. What is going on, everybody? It's your friend Lucas Spinoza coming at you from my office inside of the Black Sheep Lounge right here in the heart of Welland, Ontario. You're listening to Above the Mug, a podcast that highlights positive people, and we're here to show you how you can use your passions to live your life passion forward. Today, first off, I have to stop. I did that without stuttering. So happy. (laughs) I'm joined by an incredibly special guest, Ryan Harrison. This guy is the president and majority owner of the Welland Jackfish. This is, you're going into your second season now? Yep, second season. Really exciting. So for anyone that doesn't know, I want to give a breakdown of what the Well and Jackfish are and maybe a little bit about how uh, it came to be. Yeah, so we're the, uh, we're Welland's newest professional baseball team. We uh, came from Burlington in 2018, where I actually uh, born and raised, uh, soon to be moving down to the nice Niagara region though. Sweet. Pretty soon here. Uh, but anyway... Uh, 2018, 2017, 2018, we were in Burlington, didn't go very well, not a lot of support out there. Um, and I knew the stadium was here, um, cause I've been in Welling quite a few times. Uh, and we came and checked it out. And the minute I walked through the gates, I said, yeah, we're coming. Sweet. Like, how, how do we not? Like look at this place and everything that I knew the city would be a little bit more passionate about the team than Burlington ever was. And we've been blown right away. I love we, it. We knew people were here would be passionate, but it's above and beyond anything we'd ever Think of. I think you guys were really smart um, right out of the gate with how you went about immersing yourselves in the community because Welland is a, a strange uh, organism. It doesn't work with traditional marketing. You can throw as much money as you want and you will not be successful unless you're lucky. In Welland, you kind of have to be involved with people. They need to get to know you first. They need to trust you. And, you know, I know you guys have been involved with a bunch of local events and even most recently with uh, uh, hometown hockey, people handing out pop sockets and things like that. It's smart marketing, man. So uh, kudos to you on that. Yeah, our number one thing was, well, the biggest thing for us is we need to teach people who we are and what our baseball is and things like that. Because a lot of problem we found was we'd come to a town or when we were in Burlington, people would think we're youth baseball or we're softball or something like that, but we're trying to sell entertainment, right? So I want to get out there. And that's why if you come to a game, you'll see me running around in my shorts and my high socks, throwing t-shirts, because I want people to know who I am. Yeah. Uh, so they see me down here, they go, oh, there goes Ryan and this, that, whatever. So uh, really try to, you know, you go to other sports teams, their owner is sitting up in a booth, drinking a beer or something like that, mm-hmm. hanging out, watching the game. But I want to be in, as much immersed in the f- crowd and the fun as possible so that uh, people see that even the owner is getting involved. I love it. So this is probably because I'm not a big sports guy. Not that I don't like it. I'm just incredibly unathletic. Um, and baseball is actually one of the few sports I did play as a kid. Again, very bad at it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why I can't hear in my left ear very well. It's getting smoked. Um, <laughs> But how does someone go from a regular person who loves baseball or someone who plays casually or whatever to someone who owns uh, a, a professional baseball team? How's Honestly, that- I, I and people ask me this all the time. They said, did you play baseball growing up? I said, maybe T-ball when I was six or something like that. Mm-hmm. I never was a ba- huge baseball fan. And it wasn't until I started probably in, you know, you know, early adulthood, 18, 19, whatever it was, going to games and be able to take in everything that they offer. So having a beer, this and that, whatever. Yeah. And the atmosphere of it is, is, in my opinion, above anything else. Because it's just so, like, my my personality is just relaxed, 
hang out, whatever. And that's what baseball stadiums are. You just kind of sit back, watch. There's a spark of energy, a spark of stuff in the field here, there, actual play, what I'm talking about. But what I'm trying to sell is the extra. So when we have a bouncy castle, we have live bands, we have mm-hmm. beer specials, we have um, me throwing socks into the crowd. <laughs> yeah. um, next year will be fireworks and different things like that. So I'm trying to make it something where even if you don't like baseball whatsoever, you're going to come out for the fun, the sun, and maybe a beer. I love That's it. That's it. And I think it's it's brilliant because Welland has had a stigma for a very long time, which I don't think is um, by any means accurate. But especially now as we grow as a community, you know, there are so many more restaurants to go to. There's so many more events to go to. Uh, but there's still that recreation or like casual recreation void uh, in the community. So having something like that where especially baseball has so many games, right? Yeah. So it's nice that there's there's something pretty well weekly, if not more than weekly, for locals to go and enjoy that's inexpensive. They can do that with their family. They can do that with their girlfriend or their husband or their cousin or their work friends. It's just a nice outing uh, that's inexpensive. And like you said, it, even if you're not a big sports fan, baseball is one of those sports that it's it's easy to jump in and get excited, uh, even if you don't know that much about it. Like for myself, I come from a big hockey family. Um, and so, you know, my dad would always drag me to games. My uncles were huge and or still are huge into hockey. Um, and so going to the games, you kind of have to know a little bit about what you're doing and you have to know a little bit about the players because otherwise people are looking at you like, how the hell do you not know that, right? Where where baseball, I've been to Jay's games a zillion times and you can go and people sitting next to you, you've never met, now you're best friends. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. it's just and such a huge community feel in the stadiums. And it's funny you say that, it's like what I want to do and it's going to take, you know, it's going to take some time to do and, that, and that's fine. Year one was amazing, but basically we wanted to get it to is Every Thursday at 7.30 and every Saturday at 1 o'clock, you're basically going uh, going out to Welland Stadium to catch up with all your neighbors. Yeah. That's what we want. Love it. Um, hang out with them. Have a good time. We have a bunch of group areas. You can stand at the uh, table, high tabletops, all that kind of stuff. We're adding new group areas too. You can just kind of hang out, have something to drink, Not even maybe not even drink, have a hot dog, have a hamburger, which all of our concession, that's another thing about us is everything for the most part is local. Mm-hmm. All of our concession items comes from uh, tender cuts out of Port Colburn. Nice. Um, we do all of our printing with D'Angelo's down the street. Yeah, all right around si- the corner from us. All of our signs is by great signs up, up on Niagara Street. So, I mean, we're, we're as local as you can get. Um, I, and again, that's one thing I don't shy away from. I'm not from here and I don't pretend to be. That's why we brought in a couple of people that are from here. But um, hopefully, you know, by the spring, I will be from here. <laughs> we'll yeah, see absolutely uh, how that and panning out. But um, I really want to immerse myself in this community, and it's uh, it's so far so good. So, Love it. Yeah. How'd you come up with Jackfish? Oh, it's actually it's funny. We were <laughs> we were sitting in my my parents' backyard, my brother and I, who's also uh, part owner of the team, and we we're talking about you know. Sorry, you said your brother. Yeah. So your brother's part owner. Yeah. Very cool. So we That's actually awesome. have we actually have uh, uh, a few owners. Um, so my brother is on, and then we have two other guys from Burlington, and then two other guys from here. But and Mike is one of them, right? Mike is on board. Yeah, um, he uh, he really helps us with some of the corporate stuff and things mm-hmm. like that. So that's nice, um, and he's been a great help. Just kind of he got us in the Santa Claus parade and yeah. things like that. That we probably. Um, I mean, we, we pulled Santa Slayla this uh, past year. So, I mean, how, how much better can you No, it's that? great that you guys have uh, someone that, that's kind of your local connection until you're able to get your... Well, not until. He's still going to have that. But oh, yeah. until everybody else is on board yeah. and gets their roots in the community. Yeah, and that's, a, that's what I said. Like, we weren't going to pretend to come in here and just be like, yeah, we're from here. Love us. Mm. Um, we Sorry, know. I cut you off about your brother. Yeah, yeah no, it's okay. Um, 
we, we, we knew that. And so that's why we went with uh, somebody that's obviously everybody knows. So it works out for us. And it, uh, I'm, I'm sure it benefits him a little bit, which is uh, good for everybody. Um, but anyway, we're sitting in my parents' backyard. Mm-hmm. I think we're having a few beers. I'm going to probably guess. And we're saying, well, what's, you know, and I should say we did a name the team contest. We did that. Um, a lot of people wanted to be the pirates. Like everybody wanted to be the pirates. Yeah. Uh, the only, there's two issues with that. Number one, um, who was some copyright issues, mm-hmm. uh, Pittsburgh pirates were potentially going to probably squash us using their logo and all that kind of likeliness and stuff like that, especially if we're selling mm-hmm. merchandise. And second of all, I, you know, deep down, I really didn't want to celebrate a team that actually ended up getting up and leaving. Um, even when the city was actually still supporting them. So that's one thing we made a commitment here is we're telling people we're going to be here for a long, long time. I mean, when we first came here, we had a two-year lease with another year option, so three years. We actually went to the city um, few, uh, probably last month, and we're requesting another five years tacked on. So I'm planning to be here for a long, long time. That's awesome. Um, we don't want anybody to think. Was actually, the end of last year even, we had fa- I had fans coming up to me saying, are you guys going to be back next year? And I'd say, well, yeah. Why? Did someone say we weren't? And said, no, no, I was just wondering. So I think the mentality was it's people come and then they go. And it's good that they're excited. They want you yeah. here, right? Yeah. So we don't, um, we're not going anywhere. I mean, it's so, I have so much fun in the summer. I, I hate the winter right now. Like it used to be the opposite because <laughs> I referee hockey. So I used to love the winter and the summer was the summer. But now I hate the winter and I can't wait till May rolls around again. But um, anyway, back to the name. Again, we keep going off about that one. Uh, we're looking up, you know, what's synonymous with Welland or Niagara region or whatever like that. Cause we were going back and forth. It's going to be Welland. It's going to be Niagara. Um, we came up with a few names, but one that was, was really cool that we saw, like what kind of animal could we find that's, you know, in the canal or around the canal or things like that. And one was a fish. So we mm-hmm. said, well, there's walleye, but there's already a team called the walleye. So we can't do that. And said, well, there's pike. So well, what's a, we can't, I don't want to call them the pike. So is there a nickname for a pike? So we looked it up and yeah, a jackfish. So that's and the nickname for a pike. That's the name for a northern pike is a jackfish. Yeah. Interesting. Which isn't actually really well known in this area. Um, in Alberta and areas like that, it's more well known like that. But I said, why not bring it down here? So how people start calling it jackfish. I, I'm happy you guys went with something unique. And the fact that it doesn't start with the same letter as the city, I also very much like. I, I don't like alliteration, so... N- nor do I, <laughs> but I, I do like this because I find a lot of the time when it's the same letter, it's like a high school team. Yeah. Like for me, I went to St. Mike's it was the St. Michael Mustangs and it just sounds more like a high school team. Yeah, this yeah, separates yeah. you as something unique, something new. Um, and also the logo is inviting, but it's also aggressive. So yeah. it's not like, you know, if you guys were to call yourself the well and roses or something, it's like not a very aggressive baseball no, 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 team no, no. name. Right. No, so. I could, I could, I could probably see the rest of the teams in our league probably making fun of us for the roses but, forever yeah um but yeah i mean like we went to a legitimate sports graphic designer had a bunch of logos drawn out for the jackfish we already knew what the colors were going to be that was a yeah. no-brainer i mean um water blue yeah you know greenery green easy enough and we wanted something that was going to be different than the rest of our league because no one has these colors at all no they're sweet and actually a lot of there's not a lot of teams in in sports that have these colors so um, yeah, we slapped the logo on a few hats and some t-shirts and they were gone. We were it looks super pro, man. Yeah. Well, that's what we wanted. So our uh, mandate when we came here for everybody was, um, you know, professionalism all the way. Um, we're not as high of a level as when the pirates were here, but you, you know, our idea was when you came to the games, you'd not, you wouldn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we're you know we're still uh, up there. It's a good brand of baseball. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year we won uh, we won a game on a Thursday night. Won three separate bunts in a row. Which I mean, if you don't if you don't anybody listening to this knows much about baseball or anything, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, people. I mean, it doesn't happen in major league games or or even high minors. So that's awesome. Yeah. So you had mentioned something before we had gotten started, which was uh, about having a show. Yeah. So want to tell me a little about what is this show? Where do you guys do it? What's it about? Yeah. So it's uh, it's called Behind the Scales. It's myself and our play by play announcer Spencer Tangway, and we basically just go on just like this. Uh, we actually live stream it on our YouTube channel. But we go on uh, probably once a week. It's about Tuesday or Wednesday. We actually last year we kind of winged it about what day we we're gonna do, and we just sit. We don't have a script, and we just go about uh, you know the week uh, prior. Talk about that. We talk about what's coming up. We talk about promotions. Uh, our bat boy Rocco who oh, yeah. works at the stadium. Yeah, I love Rocco. Which if anybody's listening, um, which they are. We're going to be doing Rocco t-shirts next year, so get ready for no that. No way. <laughs> yeah, Rocco t-shirts. Hey, buddy. Uh, it's gonna, well, we're going a few different sayings, so we'll probably have one that says Fort Erie on the back, <laughs> all kinds of different stuff, so we'll see. <laughs> anyone, but, anyone who doesn't know Rocco, you have to get to know him. If you've been to any sports facility in Welland, you've seen him. He's always yeah. out there volunteering oh, and, and kicking we ass. Love, so. We love Rocco. He's uh, one of our favorites in the city. But um, yeah, we so we sit there about 30, 35 minutes and just... Uh, spell a bunch of stuff off. It's pretty fun. We don't talk about really anything to do with stats or players or anything like that, unless there's like a funny story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but really, we just kind of keep it entertaining, and we have people call in. We do contesting, and usually we do it at the stadium. Uh, we're actually looking to do it, move it around to business to business to see if we can do it there. We're actually we were going to do it at the empty bellies, but um, something happened with the internet; it wasn't working. But anyway, we're gonna try it again. So yeah, John, cool. if you're listening, we're we're coming. Uh, so yeah, our show is pretty fun and people like it. We get a lot of viewers. That's awesome. Just starting. So I think that would be good. You know, I had this thought, um, I was just recently at Dan Patterson's retirement, um, celebration. He's, he was the president of Niagara college. Well, technically still is and uh, 2020 will be 25 years. So he'll be retiring on his 25th year. Um, and that's a conversation I've had with him a million times is about getting the college more involved with the city and the city more involved with the college. Uh, I've been to more, um, Badgers games than I've been tonight's games yeah. and and I wish that the culture would change and I'm hoping that we can get uh, you know something like that for the jackfish so that you know you go into local restaurants and bars and it'll say you know official beer sponsor of of the well and jackfish yeah. same way as like in St. Catharines if you're at the works it'll be like official burger of the Niagara ice dogs yep. right so like I would like to see that happen we don't have booze but I think there's you know maybe a possibility for uh, oh, yeah. official coffee of the jackfish 100%. it's good to promote right so if you come in you get a discount to tickets if you go get tickets you get a dis- discount to coffee whatever right so I, I think it'd be nice to see more of that in uh, uh, in the community. So I hope it works out with you guys. Yeah. I mean, we, we basically want to be the, if it's Thursday night, if someone asks you what you're doing, you're saying, well, what else am I doing? We're going to the Jackfish game. Yeah. Saturday afternoon. What are you doing? Oh, we're taking the kids to the Jackfish game. No question. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing we, I mean, we did a thing with empty bellies this year where if they went to, if someone went to eat at empty bellies and brought the receipt to our door, we give them, I think it was two or $3 off a ticket. So we want to, we're trying to do more and more stuff like that. We actually just signed a deal with CAA and Niagara where if you have a CAA card and you're presented at the door, we're gonna, I, just saw we're gonna, that. I think we're going to give $3 off. And they're actually sponsoring a Pack the Park night on June 9th. Uh, so fans can actually go into one of their many um, 
uh, storefronts and uh, get a free ticket to one of our games. Awesome. That, that exact game. So we're trying to, the, the stadium seats 2,300 people and we're trying to sell or give away and make sure people show up to all those seats. Amazing. And we're hoping it'll be the first time it'll be sold out since uh, the 90s, basically. That's cool. Yeah. I think I think you'll I think you'll pull it off. I hope so. We're gonna, well. Last year we tried to do it, but we were in a short time frame. This year I have an entire year. Mm-hmm. Actually, most stuff I'm doing right now, everybody's like, "Oh, you must be you must be slow right now." I'm like, "No, we're like I'm super busy. Like I've been trying to get as many meetings as possible to get people locked down for next year, so we can actually do some like really cool stuff." Well, I found it amazing how fast you guys came out of the gate. I'm sure you were working on it behind the scenes yeah. forever, but for me, and I'm pretty connected in this community, it was like two months we're getting a baseball team and then it opened i was like holy crap and then not only that you guys were also people got it immediately i mean obviously you said that we're not quite at the sellout point but even to to be half capacity in a stadium like that is incredibly impressive yeah Yeah, for a first year team right well when we came here we thought okay we'll get 500 people which was good good enough Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden 800 900 a thousand people showed up and we were all Whoa. Yeah, this is crazy. Crazy. And uh, I hope that continues next year. I think next year is going to be our our big year where we're going to have to really push to um, sell more and more and more Um, just because the first year kind of awe wears off, right? But Mm -hmm. I think if we do it properly and we get out of the gates once the weather starts warming up, that people will be super excited. And our team's going to be really, really good next year. Um, So people keep people really excited about just even the on-field part. Cool. But we're doing a lot of cool stuff. You know, we're going to do fireworks on some nights. We're actually building a party deck on, at the stadium, um, which will be, you know, announced soon. We have we have a theme for every night. Uh, I actually just did a post the other day about its uh, anniversaries for a few different movies. So I put Toy Story, uh, Mortal Kombat, Back to the Future, and I think Braveheart. Yeah, I saw that. I just Very said, cool. fans, what do you want to see? And a lot of Toy Story fans, obviously. Yeah. But um, Braveheart, we don't have enough time. It's like four hours. I know, but <laughs> maybe I'll throw maybe I'll throw my players in kilts and make them run around the field. That'd be hilarious. Know. That would be good. Maybe blue face paint. But yeah, that's the stuff we're trying to do. Just make it fun and make it something to do uh, for the families. I mean, it's only nine dollars for an adult to come, and like, kids are five bucks. So it's cheaper than going to the movies. Cheaper than going, you know, to St. Catharines to whatever's playing at Meridian Center. Yeah, not to knock those guys, but. Um, no, but we got to keep it in Welland, right? We got to keep it in Welland. You know, why leave? There's, you know, the population here can, you know, double, triple, quadruple fill that stadium. So mm-hmm. why not? And that's the thing, too. I mean, I think you guys came at the absolute perfect time. Welland is growing faster than huge. any other city in the region. Um, and we're expecting some seriously huge population influxes in the next yep. 10 to 20 years. So yep. we're already growing. But uh, I think there were there was a statistic statistic that came out somewhat recently saying we're going to surpass Niagara Falls uh, in my lifetime anyway, yeah. which is crazy. So we'll be the second largest municipality at some point. See, that that's just crazy because then, you know, it, it, everybody's like, well, you got to go reach out to St. Catharines. You got to go to, well, Thoreau's just next door to the stadium. But, you know, you get to St. Catharines and Niagara Falls. I'm like, no, 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 whoa. We're going to master Welland first. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Welland situated and, you know, that it's it's just turnkey clockwork. Then we'll reach out. For sure. You no, know, because what happens is you, you know, we don't have a massive staff. We're not a major league baseball team. There's only, well, myself and then I want to say like four others. So it's not like we have a ton of bodies to go out there and canvas the entire Niagara region. Do you guys have temps for game day? Yeah. So we hire, uh, every winter we hire three summer interns. 
And then every summer we hire anywhere between eight and 10. Uh, and then we hire uh, actual paid staff for our concession and our beer cart servers and things like that. So we're well staffed now. I know we had a lot of issues last year with our ticketing system. We've switched ticketing systems and we, uh, uh, we got something new going. So it'll be easier. So any fans that are listening that did have to stand in lines last year, um, I'm 99.9% sure that'll be rectified. So happy times there. But yeah, we're uh, really excited about next season because it's going to, I think it's going to be huge. That's right. awesome. Yeah. So what did you do before this? Uh, basically the same thing, but I didn't own it and I was in hockey. Okay. Sick. Yeah. So was it in Burlington then you were No. So I worked for the Hamilton Bulldogs in the uh, pro hockey team. Cool. Yeah. I yeah. did that for two seasons. And then after that, I worked for a uh, sports clothing company mm-hmm. while I was actually, while I moved the team down here. And then once the season started, I had to let that go because this was too, this was a lot. Because yeah, yeah. in Burlington, it was a, I was able to do it kind of almost, I don't want to say part-time, but kind of part-time Casually, with help. Yeah. Uh, just because we didn't have the amount of fans and it wasn't, uh, wasn't as big. And now we're in an actual legitimate professional stadium. It's, it's time-consuming. Yeah, well, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, I know we, we started touching upon it, um, but I think it's important because the point of this podcast, for me anyway, is to let our listeners know how their passion can turn into a career. Uh, and so I think a lot of the time people assume with maybe someone like yourself who's in sports management as an owner now um, that they have to have some sort of a, um, a background or a connection or a bunch of money. So my what I'm trying to get across is how did you get yourself in a position that you thought I can own a sports team. So that's actually, uh, that's actually a good story. So when I was in school, I went to Lambton College in Sarnia for uh, three years. And my second year, I uh, actually, no, after my first year, I came back and the team just moved to Burlington. I said, oh, I've never heard of this before. That's kind of cool. So I reached out to them and, and said, you guys need any help? And they're like, oh, yeah, of course you need help. So I went that first summer and I helped them out, learning about the league, learning about the people in the league, stuff like that. And then after my second year, they actually sold the team to another gentleman who I knew personally. And uh, after I was done school, I went and talked to him and said, well, because he was rebranding the team and all this. Mm-hmm. And he said, I said, what are you doing with the team? And he told me, he goes, do you need a job? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm fresh out of school. So of course, I yeah. he goes, do you want to run my baseball team for me full time? <laughs> and what am I going to say? Uh, no? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll do that. First job is running a uh, pro baseball team. Okay, I'm on it. So I did that for two years, and then I left, and I went to the Hamilton Bulldogs. And then my after my first year, I got a call from the the, the owner I worked for, and he said, "I I you know I'm having a little bit of health issues, this and that. I'm looking to sell the team." I said, "Okay, that's great." He goes, "You should buy it." I said, "Buy what? I can't I can't afford to buy a baseball team. I'm just getting started here." So that conversation was over, and I want to say probably three months later, he called me back and he goes, "I really need to sell this team." said, all right. He goes, you should buy it. I said, I told you before, I can't buy it, whatever. He goes, well, what if, what if you get a group together and we make some, some kind of deal? I said, all right. So I reached out to two gentlemen that I knew from Burlington that uh, were actually kind of, kind of part of the team, but not really. And uh, they were just as passionate about it as I was. And we put this group together and, and ended up buying the, te- the team from him at a decent like, pretty decent price obviously it was uh not doing so well in burlington and we re- that we rebranded it um 
And uh, from there, we did two years of unsuccessful uh, seasons in Burlington and then finally moved it down here, like I said before. But yeah, it was honestly just a luck of the draw. Like I wasn't ever looking, not any time in my mind was I going, okay, by, like I'm 29 years old, by 29 years old, I'm going to own a baseball team. Never. Like that was never a thought. I thought I'd be working a desk job somewhere, nine to five, whatever. Um, I didn't this, know you were 29, man. That's yeah, sick. Yeah. The mustache makes you look know, like you're I in know. your 30s. Anybody, no one can see it, but I got a pretty <laughs> sweet mustache right now. It's and, pretty sweet. <laughs> hopefully by, uh, this airs Sunday, right? Yes, this will be out Sunday. So anyone listening, this is Thursday right this now. This is Thursday so. right now. So on Sunday, I don't know what date that is, but if you can go on my November page and <laughs> donate to my cause, I need, uh, need a few more donations, but that's why I'm growing it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I never knew at this age I'd be owning this team and doing the stuff we're doing. Now this is my full-time job, and mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. Yeah, I it's awesome. I never thought that was ever going to happen. And uh, so, yeah, I, you know, people out there, if you think you're never – I actually, I spoke in front of a Brock Uni- University sports management class uh, probably last month, and I told them, you know, if you ever think this is never going to happen to me, it can. But I mean, my situation was I knew the right person at the right time and whatever. Yes, but one thing though I, I caught in your, your story about this is you asked, do you guys need help? Yeah. You put yourself out there and I'm assuming it was an unpaid position yes. at that time. Oh, yeah. So you worked for a year for free yep. for no reason. Uh, more and, than one year. Okay, yeah. well, so then there you go, right? So you put in the effort, you got yep. the sweat dripping on the floor, you were out there working. And yeah, from yeah. there, people saw your work ethic and they said, well, you know what? This guy deserves the opportunity. Yeah. And and that's all it takes, right? Oh, is yeah. is putting yourself out there and you'll never know what happens, and that, right? And that's why I tell students, you know, they asked, the professor asked me, is there anything you could would tell these guys before, you know, you finish your talk. And I said, number one, get out there no matter what, when, where, and volunteer for as much thing, many things as possible. Cause that's the thing you could be doing a charity event, some kind of run marathon thing mm-hmm. and works, you know, be really, really good at what you're doing to the point where the person running the marathon sees you and goes, Whoa, we got to have this guy on our team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's not about the money and it's not about that all the time. I know a lot of people coming out of school are like, where's the money in sports? It's just not going to, you know, it's not going to happen right away. You got to kind of take a kick in the butt for a couple of years before you make it or, or anything like that. So that's the other thing I realized around here. There's not a ton of sports to get involved in yep. compared to other industries. So, uh, just do as much as you possibly can. Yeah, and I've had a blast. I've had an absolute blast. I mean, for the last, I guess, I don't know, I don't know what year it is, 12 years, it's been an absolute blast. So, I mean, you've been doing this since you were 17 then. I've been, uh, I've been volunteering and doing, vol- sorry, volunteering about sports and stuff like that since I was about 17. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, high school and then throughout and just kept going. Same thing happened with me, man. I, I started out, I mean, obviously I, I wanted to open the shop, but the shop kind of fell in my lap. My dad had purchased this building for peanuts, I think it was like $60,000 because there was fire damage, water damage, uh, animals, everything you could possibly imagine. This thing was completely gutted, including the concrete. Um, And it was never intended to be a cafe in the beginning. My dad was going to just rebuild it and lease it out or or put another business in there, something like that. Uh, And then I had kind of jokingly said that, you know, I wanted to open a cafe with a buddy of mine. And um, things turned around and I had the opportunity opportunity to do it myself. My dad's like, listen, no one's biting on this. Open your cafe and get started. And once you're, you know, once you're at a 
point where you can start paying me, start paying me. So it was just very, I got very lucky. Uh, And then from that, I started doing community work and that's what got me on boards and committees, which I did three, four years of free volunteer work, which I still do. But I mean, I did a ton of it then and that led me to council. I never in a million years thought I would be running for office ever. Like politics was not, to this day, is not something I'm interested in. I don't like politics. You know, I like helping people, right? And so just that natural progression of me liking to talk to people from coffee shops turned into community work, which turned into politics. So same thing as you, right? You stuck your neck out there. You didn't know you were going to be an owner of a team. You just, it happened. Yeah. So we're already at the end of this thing, which I could not, I can't believe. (laughs) So what I'd love uh, for you to do, if you could, is how do people find out about the Jackfish? And also, um, if they want to buy tickets, when's the season start? What do they buy these tickets? Yeah, so you can find us online, uh, wellandjackfish.com. We're also, all of our social media accounts are the same. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is at uh, wellandjackfish. And then if you want to buy tickets, you can either buy them on our website um, or you can call us at 905-736-1346. And the season will start, our home opener is May 16th. Very cool. And so you also said there's a pack a stadium day in, in yeah, the, June, June 6th is pack the park and then pack the park, sorry. a little uh, inside information that I'll share with you. We are actually working right now at the city to hold a beer festival at the park in cool. August. Amazing. Not during a game, totally separate from, from the games. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, last thing on pack the park when are those tickets going to be available? You said that's through CAA, right? Yeah. So our schedule will be announced. Our schedule hasn't been announced fully yet. I do know we're going to be playing on June 6th because I obviously requested that. But our schedule will be released before Christmas. And then those tickets will probably be uh, available starting, I want to say, in April. Awesome. Um, that's because that's when our single game tickets go on sale. But you can buy season tickets now. We have flex tickets on sale, which are six game flex packs. And merchandise for a sweet, sweet logo on it. I love it. You guys are listening to Above the Mug, a podcast that highlights positive people. Here with one of the most positive sports guys I've ever met, (laughs) Ryan Harrison, president and majority owner of the Well and Jackfish. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you. Hey, friend. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Above the Mug. For more episodes, check us out at AboveTheMug.com. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, review, comment, tag your friends. This way you're not the only person listening to this thing. We come up with a brand new podcast every Sunday at noon, so we'll see you next week on Above the Mug.